I something freaky to you. Call out my pie. It's the B L E E Z Y S H O W. Now tell me what y'all want to do with you. Everyone sound fuck with you every time. Then even <laughs> welcome to episode forty-two of the one, the only Bleezy show. Jackie Robinson number. There we go. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Obviously, the news of the day. Uh, Brittany Griner is finally home after what ten months, just about two hundred some odd days or something. We all heard the news. We all saw it on television this morning. I'm pretty sure we all see the mixed reactions going on, and I think that's what I want to kind of really delve into with this podcast. I was gonna, I was writing earlier for like. About 30, 45 minutes, then I put my phone down, and I just wanted to watch and hear the different point of views coming in as this story was developing and unraveling, because obviously a lot of people are upset that the other Russian uh, prisoner, or the other American prisoner in Russia, uh, Paul Whelan, if you guys don't know, I think he's been detained for the last four or five years or so on espionage charges. They thought he was a spy when he really was just there for business or traveling. I don't really know the full details of it, but uh, because he was there young longer, a lot of people felt it was unjust for them to do a one-for-one prisoner swap with Brittany Griner, who's only been there for 10 months. I get it. You know, he probably did deserve to come home as a prioritization over her. But I don't like the the vitriol being spit towards Brittany Griner's way with saying that she hates America and that she denounces America. She's American first and foremost. She's an American woman. You know, obviously Paul Welling, he has a more militant background. So a lot of the, you know, right wingers, conservatives, evangelicals are gonna automatically attach more sympathy to his side uh you know but at the end of the day you know we're supposed to be one nation under god indivisible with justice for all but i'm happy obviously because like a pod i made back in february or march about britney griner's initial arrest it's wrong it it was fucked up it was wrong i understand russia laws and international laws they're probably more strict and not as lenient as American laws when it comes to marijuana or CBD cartridges or whatever she was caught with. But at the same time, I don't think her arrest was even justifiable. I don't even think her verdict was justifiable. We all know that she was used as a political pawn and that she just was in the wrong place at the wrong time. It was the beginning of the Russian invasion of Ukraine And I know some people want me to kind of tie Ukraine into this, saying, like, if they weren't trying to invade Ukraine, maybe they would have been more lean on her. I don't believe that, honestly. I think no matter what, whether they were invading Ukraine or not, they still were going to try to lay down the law on her just because she is a foreign woman from America. She is a black woman and she is a lesbian. Things, all things that Russia doesn't really rave about. And I want to really just get to Brittany Griner's side of the story first i really like the 
the support I saw this morning, especially from the black community, because I feel like a lot of times, you know, I know we get the the stigma of we don't hold each other accountable or we don't hold each other down or we, you know, we just want to pull each other down like crabs in a barrel. I did not see any of that today. I felt there was an overwhelming amount of support and love to be shared for her. I can't wait till she gets back home. I just want to see her. I really want to hear her speak, not about her experiences, but how, you know, this is going to change the way she's going to move forward in her life because she wasn't just there on vacation. Like she was playing in a whole nother league, Russian women's league over there. A lot of WNBA players, unfortunately have to play in these Russian and international leagues because they can't, I'm not going to say they can't make ends meet, but the money that they should be making playing in the WNBA doesn't even compare. So obviously, you know, why not make more money, in your offseason if you have the chance to. And I just want to know what her role is going to be in terms of being an ambassador for women's athletes in America. How is it going to affect the way women travel abroadly? How is it going to affect the way, you know, women are treated internationally? Because we see what's going on in Iran with the whole protest and the regime change. We saw what happened to Shaquilla Robinson in Mexico with, you know, that's still being unfolded in trial right now. And I think it's a very unsafe time to be a black woman in America, probably just as unsafe as the fifties and sixties, you could probably argue because a lot of black women are becoming their own entrepreneurs. They are becoming their own, you know, companies and entities they're they're just doing their own thing and they're not very dependent on men let alone black men and that's a good thing but at the same time as black men whether or not in this situation Brittany Griner is you know a lesbian you know there should have been more black men vocal not saying there weren't any there was plenty of us but I felt like there should have been more of a a a voice for black men to get her home. I know we want to put the blame on, you know, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden because they're the, you know, the leaders of the country. But as a community, we should have been at the forefront saying, hey, bring this black woman home. And that, you know, kind of disappointed me. But the reality is a lot of black men, you know, if she was attractive, obviously there would probably be more of a, you know, outspoken I feel like effort with black men that that shouldn't be the case, but that's the reality that we live in. But um, Brittany Griner, I think what we're going to learn from this or take from this going to 2023 is that we can't take anything for granted. We can't just say, Hey, you know, I'm going to leave the country. I'm going to have a ball and I'm going to come back. Everything's going to be, you know, hokey dory. That's not, something that's guaranteed anymore. And we have to start, you know, putting in place, I don't know if, I don't want to say initiatives, but something where we could assure that if maybe a Britney Griner was with someone that was, you know, not met more assertive, but someone that was just there to protect her, maybe she wouldn't have been arrested. But because she was kind of dolo, you know, traveling alone. There wasn't really anyone there to speak on her behalf or speak up for her or like be there physically for her. So I think as black people, we have to come up with our 
our own 2022-2023 Green Book method, not to just travel to the South now. We have to travel across the world because we got places to go. We got things to do. And the world's a dangerous place. A lot of the people in the world, unfortunately, you know, colorism is still a big thing. And we have to be careful where we go. We have to be careful what we move with. We have to be careful who we speak to because you never know. There might be someone with a grudge out there just trying to hold you back or trying to put you down or trying to have you in a place that, you know, they feel like, oh, you're doing better than me. Well, I'm going to show you my authority. And we have to be very careful because we are public enemy number one out here. And thank God, again, that Brittany Griner's home safe and sound because she could have been there for nine years. She was, what, in a in a penal colony? Like, when I was reading up the conditions of the camp, like, they to, to punish the women that were disobedient, they had them stand outside for, like, nine, ten hours in the cold with nothing but their jail, like, you know, attire on. You know, the... The toilets and sanitary was obviously deplorable. I'm not even going to get into just the the living conditions of the cell themselves. Those were just like, you know, wartime things. And it's just just sad that in 2022, we still are battling a lot of these human rights uh, problems and issues. But, you know, that's when people like me and y'all come in. Like, we got to be more vocal. We got to be more outspoken about this shit. We just can't be on our phones liking photos that say free Britney Griner. Like we got to really tell our side and our personal stories and our personal emotions on how we feel about this. Like when she got arrested, of course, I don't watch the WNBA. I don't, you know, I know all the teams, you know, I know a few of the key players, but at the same time, that's, that's someone's daughter. That's someone's wife. That's someone's loved one. Like, she still matters. Like she still is important to a lot of young people and young women out here. Like I'm not going to take that for granted. I remember Brittany Griner coming out of college in Baylor. She was the most dominant player, men or women's basketball, you know, in college. So it's just, it's just a relief to see her, you know, it's a, it's a really like sigh of relief just to see her home because my fear was that she was going to commit some, you know, hurt herself or someone was going to hurt her or she would be like mentally unstable after a certain amount of time. But the flip side of it, what I'm seeing on the Internet right now is people are saying, like I was talking about earlier, Paul Whelan, he was a Marine. He served the country. I understand he's been there longer you know, we should have did a prisoner swap for him. I'm not even going to get into the the prisoner we swapped for. We all see that this is probably the worst motherfucker on the planet that probably existed. One of the worst, but I'm not going to shine light on him. But Paul Whelan, like, I'm not too familiar with his story, like I said. But people are saying this is the worst trade deal in history. Oh, look, this is a message to future recruits loud and clear. You know, and it's like you have to take the wins you get. Like, I understand, like, Brittany Griner probably didn't set precedent over him, but it, it was either trade Brittany Griner for the guy or you get nothing. Like, they didn't want to do a two-for-one swap. And who's to say Paul Whelan is not going to come home in a month, you know? Like, 
this is the political game. It's not easy out here. You got to just play it by air. And it shows that it's still two Americas. Or even more than two Americas. But it's, there's, there's just, America's not one. We're not one. Like, everyone in America should have been applauding. The fact that you have people saying it's a damn shame they let this 6'8 lesbian home. Like, bro. Like, where's your, where's your... Your 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 humanity. Where's your 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 caring at? Where where's your charisma? Like where, like that's why I think we need to. I remember in high school we, we had like some shit called like diversity day, and for one day, you had to sit with complete strangers, people that you never spoke to, people in groups that you never hung out with. You had to like have lunch at the lunch table, and have like discussions with them. Like a regular lunch period and everything. And I think in America, we probably just need a diversity day. Like We need a day where Blair has to talk to Joe from Arkansas or Steve from San Francisco has to speak to someone from Ohio. Like There has to be more in common with us than this hate and vitriol that we spew toward each other because the shit is getting nasty and disgusting. Like I always said... If I ever evolve and grow out from this pod, my next goal is to travel the country and really have sit downs with like regular people. Like I really want to sit down in people's backyards and patios and have like real life discussions on their lives and how times have changed and what do they see the country as? What do they see people as? Because I feel like those conversations you know, help people understand one another. And even now, like when people tell me, yo, I even know you made podcasts, bro, like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, and then when people listen to it, they're like, yo, I even think you thought like that, bro. I even think like you cared or you, you took this much time to even develop your thoughts into like certain subjects. You know, and I'm I'm proud of myself, obviously, but I'm proud of the people who take the time out to understand me because now they don't they don't see me as like an NPC no more. They see me as like, yo, this is a real ass, eh, you know. And it's like, I'm 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 grateful for that. I'm grateful to have the voice, and I'm gonna use my voice to help elevate other people. That's the goal, man. Like. We we can't be out here just hating on one another, talking about why they let her like yo, they she deserves to be home. And what's his name? Paul Whelan deserves to be home. That's not that's not even to be questioned. That's not even to be debated. But when people are trying to diminish one person's freedom for another, that's not what America is about. We're all about everyone coming together and everyone just trying to find this common ground and we're all trying to find the the answers. Like I get it. We all have these different weird lifestyles that we live in. It's fine. That's what makes us beautiful. But we can't just bury our heads like ostriches and then not, you know, and tune it, tune out everything else in this country. At some point, either we're going to come together or fall apart. And right now we're like that. You ever played Jenga and it's getting to like the top and everything's like, one stacked on each other. That's how we are right now. We're about to topple over. So we got to pick ourselves up and fucking really just look out for one another. You know what I'm saying? And I hate the fact the only time we look out for each other in America is when there's like a 
a national disaster. If there's like a hurricane or a terrorist attack or a shooting, that's the only time we come together. And that's sad. Like we shouldn't have to wait for that to to care about one another. Let's care about one another right now. Let's take the time out to appreciate that. You know what? Maybe Paul really didn't get home, but someone got home to their loved one. You know what? Maybe I don't agree with Brittany Griner's lifestyle and her personal choices, but I'm glad another human being is is found, you know, salvation. Let's get back to that. Let's rewind ourselves and try to get back to those fundamentals. Because the shit that we're doing right now, and that's and this is honestly why I stopped watching like Netflix and Hulu and all these TV shows, because they kind of desanitize and dehumanize like everything. Like you don't even know what a what a, a real human emotion is because they just they they take that shit and they put it on TV and they just extract it from your core. So when you see a raw human emotion, you don't even know how to react. Like, if you was to walk in New York City, there could be a little girl crying on Broadway. There'll be hundreds of people walking by her, not even asking her what's wrong or does she need help. There'll probably be a few people that would stop, but a majority of the people would just walk by and get on with their day. Like, And I think that's the problem. We all just want to get on with our day. We all just want to go to the yellow brick road at the end of our own stories, but that's not the reality. You got to stop and help people. Even Dorothy knew that. She stopped to help people. She could have been like, nah, I'm trying to go home. Fuck this scarecrow, this 10-man, this lion. She's like, nah, these people need help. Let me help them. We got to get back to that, man. We were running away from our human nature and our human character. And that's not, that's just, that's not cool with me, man. I was, I was raised to, to care about your fellow man, care about other people. Because in turn, those people are going to care about you. And... It just sucks that we're, you know, this should be a celebratory day. This should be a day where we're all, you know, in juvenation. And right now, you know, it's seeing the the ugliness side of it, you know, is really taking a toll on my mental because it's like, damn, even, even you know, at, at your highest, someone's going to find a low point. And I don't know what we're going to do to get rid of it. Maybe it's the social media. Maybe it's just human nature. But. We got to find a way. We got we to gotta do whatever it takes. And uh, I don't know, man. This shit is just frustrating. But like I said earlier to start this pod, I'm glad Brittany Griner's home, man. I'm I'm glad. And we have to show our support for her. We got to start going to WNBA games. If you niggas could go to Brooklyn Nets games 17 times a, game, uh, a year, y'all motherfuckers could catch one Liberty game. You know what I'm saying? Y'all could y'all could catch a yo, we gotta support them shits. Cause otherwise, like I said, these women are still gonna play internationally just to make more money and we're just putting them at risk, especially these black women. You know, we already know what happens, you know, when black women get pregnant. Most of them aren't even likely to make it out, or the baby's not likely to make it out. We gotta start looking at looking at that aspect of it too, black men. Like we gotta really hunker down and buckle down on that shit. Like, we got to be, like I said, the the protectors. We got to get back to that role. And I don't know how we're going to do it because a lot of niggas is soft out here, but the, the real niggas will show up. The real niggas always show up. Um, But other than that, I'm, I'm probably going to end the pod right there. You guys share your thoughts. Talk to me. I probably need more insight and more, like, 
perspective on this issue as well. But you guys know where to find me. You guys know I'm always here. I'm always around. I'm always in town. But thank you guys for tuning in to, like I said, this is my Jackie Robinson episode. That's right, 42, episode 42 of The Bleezy Show. Uh, I'll catch you guys next time. Peace, love, and uh, bye-bye. On my asshole shit Corner store bread Watch you out the corner of my eye Coroners arrive on the scene When you die Tell the truth bro Come on man you never lie You run this shit right I thought you never hide Used to slap my head Cause I used to rock the baldy Now you begging for change Right in front of all these Asking people to buy you soap While you in Walgreens You a failure It's no secret We all see it Albeit You went through hard circumstances Shoot on the other foot Now I'm the one looking handsome I guess hard work does pay off Cause all you bum niggas quit And got laid off who would have thought little old me with the pie the voice of god man the choice wasn't hard stand on my own too or sit next to y'all man i'm happy you niggas never got involved these motherfuckers always want to talk some shit shut the fuck up and get off my dick these niggas always want to talk about what they did I don't really care, man, I don't give a shit These bitches out here always looking finer Finally home, come home, Britney Griner These folks don't really even care about us I don't give a fuck, man, they always doubt us Yo, Blair, you need to calm down, why? The colorful commentary's unjustified People calling you crazy, it's getting scary they all Tom and Jerry's, setting traps to get revenge. I'm setting up stock accounts so I receive dividends. Cause in the end, they gonna confiscate it and make it complicated. Strip me of my hard work to me and my mama naked. Now picture that. Let me know where all the real niggas at. They ran off and got mansions, never came back. Trying to suppress my podcast because I made a crack, because I made a comeback. They just wanna see a nigga drown Treat a nigga from Cleveland like he's brown They wanna see a nigga die young They don't wanna see a nigga try nothing These motherfuckers always gotta talk some shit Shut the fuck up and get off my dick These niggas always wanna talk about what they did I don't really care, man, I don't give a shit These bitches out here always looking finer Finally, welcome home to Britney Griner These folks don't really even care about us I don't give a fuck, man, they always doubt us They always doubt us They always doubt us They always doubt us